This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 65. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 65. I'm Scott, and here with me are Will, the waiter that can cater. We'll do it like this at your house or at your table. And straight out of Cantor's wand shop, the district manager, Rebecca. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Good to be here. Good to be here. That's good. At the Wizards Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man Masters of the Universe and She-Ra Princes of Power. On today's episode, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 2, Episode 19, Bo's Magical Gift. Uh, The air date was October 24th, 1986. And on this day in history, True Colors by Cindy Lauper was the number one song in America. Bo was listening to that song. True Colors. (laughs) Is that true? Is that how it goes? I didn't know. I didn't, Scott, I did not know you had such encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of this era of music uh yeah i'm shocked a sister okay all right because yeah. i feel like i'm pretty up on these songs but i i don't have instant recall of, of this or paula abdul so it must be it must be, it must <laughs> paula be abdul was my parents and my sister okay all right the american society okay. yes yeah will right. <laughs> get with it it must be a northern thing she's a triple threat <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in this episode, Bone gains fantastic powers from Shadow Weaver's magic wand, but he shows off too much and puts a village of Glenmar? Glenmar, yeah, uh, in grave danger. Uh, have you guys ever put any village in grave danger or or just, just try to show off to somebody? <laughs> well, it seems like there were some alligators that you showed off for, maybe. That would have put your village in grave danger, but that probably did you, never did happened. Did you put your head in an alligator's mouth, Will? We did have a lot of alligator danger, but I was more of an inside kid. So I think my showing off problems were about playing video games. Remember when playing video games was a skill because the video games used to be so hard? It's all because of the wizard. I was just going to say because of the wizard. They made it look competitive. Tell us about the wizard. No, I was was absolutely going to say that was my same thought. Like the movie The Wizard made it seem like Mm -hmm. like, he's the best at video games. Yeah, he had the glove and everything. (laughs) Yeah. So... And, and, and Nintendo Power made you feel like you had secrets, so I had little uh, school notebooks with cheat codes, and I would do the things where you actually draw out where all the encounters are of the enemies and made my own little Nintendo Power maps. Then I'd pass them out at school like I had hot tips for everybody. <laughs> like it was a tip sheet, like this week, what's Will got? And it was like, we could all get this if our moms went to uh, Piggly Wiggly and bought the Nintendo Power for us, but mm. he went ahead and drew it on notebook paper, so why don't we just get it from him? This is, this is Will's first cop copyright infringement probably (laughs) but then i could still tell you where every foot soldier pops out in the ninja turtles 2 nintendo game okay where's the third one pop out the water okay (laughs) yeah in the sewer in the sewer okay yeah yeah. oh that was a lucky guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i I used to insist that everybody uh watch me play those and watch how good i was at them i think i was pretty insufferable were any of your friends impressed 
probably not. I think so because I think confidence goes a long way. It takes, you know, if somebody keeps telling you something's true, I think you kind of believe it. I think I did create a cult of personality for myself as being a video game guy. I do, I do think I was successful in that. So was it warranted in the way that any spoiled kid who had a Nintendo and a lot of time to practice was? Yes, I think I was pretty good at it. <laughs> That's very good, Will. I'm very proud of you. Rebecca, were you a Nintendo wizard? Oh, or well, a wizard of anything I, else? I didn't show off in an obnoxious way, but one time I was very proud because I was at my uh, best friend's house and her nephew, who she was in the same was the same age as her so she called him Bubby he was like are we gonna play Mario 3 because like, Rebecca's really good at that and mm-hmm. I was like so proud of myself that was one of the ones you would you would yeah. have skill about knowing where all the warp whistles are and stuff oh yeah oh yeah so no but I wasn't a, I wasn't show offy about that you're also you're really good at Mario 2 which is the hard one yeah that is the hard one that's a weird one mm-hmm. yeah that wasn't supposed to be Mario yeah yeah <laughs> and and Mario's not even the star of that game everyone knows Toad is yeah because Toad would be yanking them turnips out of the ground like bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I thought it was—I thought it was a lady bird thing that shot eggs at you. <laughs> she, she's also a star. <laughs> Did you show off? Um, I, I distinctly remember showing off video games at one point in my life. So that wasn't okay. so so this, this was a thing in this era. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially well, especially with our friends. It was mostly Mario Kart, uh, GoldenEye, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was huge. I was always pretty proud of myself because I, I I would tell my friends about the PC games that I would play and mm-hmm. they're like lame. It's like I beat Mist in like two weeks. What is what what have you got? <laughs> yeah, the PC gamer used to have some really interesting stuff there that never saw the light of, light of day. That was pretty cool. I actually it's funny that you say because I I used to get PC gamer at like magazine one. Like I got a subscription till till my computer couldn't handle the demo disc anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, Dad, we need a new computer. He's like, we're not buying a new computer. I'm like, all right, well, I don't need this magazine anymore. <laughs> That's sad. This computer is like a house. We're going to mortgage it and everything. Oh, wait, yeah. Back then, I mean, that, whew, it was like a house. So he kept you from showing off. You might say that um, your magic wand ran out of juice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. Oh, now I'm, I'm. We would play like basketball and stuff like that. And I think I would try to show off and stuff and be like, I can do a layup really well, <laughs> and it can it can go in the basket, and you guys can't. So, so I'm a competent so, little okay. boy. And yeah. you need to respect that. Yeah, Scott's getting dunked on. Yeah, what's happening here? Oh. See, and I never showed off about athletics then but i'm a really bad show off now like I, I i'm a pilates class show off that's my thing and will you know that because now you come to pilates class because i've been haranguing i harangue every man i know in his 30s about doing pilates because if you ever have lower back pain this is like my yearly haranguing for everyone who listens to this podcast okay because it's a bunch of dudes in their 30s and 40s and they're like oh my back hurts Mm -hmm. your back hurts because your hips are tight and you need to get core strength and you need to stretch agreed and so see i take pio and which is god takes pio and that's why he can hold a plank for seven minutes i don't don't know but it's um, actually eight yeah, eight eight minutes. We, we he's got a new new world record. So if you're those uh, aren't tears. Hucking boulders and uh, stretching crevasses out in the ground. You with you my to, with my abs. Yeah, you need to limber that up a little bit. You do. You need them Pilates and do it. And then I am really show offy in class, mostly because I want to 
I want to be teacher's pet because my trainer is the instructor and I love her and her name is Mary and she is super strong and she's like in her 50s and like the best at everything like athletically and so and her hips aren't tight there no she'd be she'd be stretching them all the time so there's no way and she'd be like does anybody want to try the advanced version of open leg rocker you can put your you know like your fingers on your toes I'm like Mary I can do it look like look at me look at everybody 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 look at me look at me Mary I'm the best girl look look you know like you can do the advanced swan and is that when you grunt really loud so everyone looks at you oh no I don't need to grunt for everybody to look at me they're already looking at me all right all right they're like that's not true. No, there's the only people in that class. Are I like, wish did. I wish I could show off in spin class more. I feel like I I feel like I put in a really good effort, and this pile of sweat below my bike says so. Well, you know the thing about spin class that's great is you can look like you're showing off because nobody knows how much gear you have on. I know that's bike. what I'm saying. Like I, I, like I I wish I I wish I could show people oh, like how I'm showing off. Oh yeah, like a screen like a big of screen like, of everybody else. Ooh, like yeah, like in the class, you could be like it's like Mario Kart, but you yeah, on your there spin you bike. It could be like the wizard. Remember their scoreboard where they had a little knight by their oh, name, yeah. and they would try to advance. Uh, That's true, and you could do that in spin yeah. class. It'd be like Scott's whooping it yeah. up there on gear eighteen. All the I'm, bikes are doing it. All the bikes are on Bluetooth, so um, I I download the app You'll and I I, re- I record I record my my session, but you can just select any bike and see their thing that's you just have to know the number of the bike it's funny because i'm like because i was trying to find my bike and i'm like selecting all these different bikes and i'm like no that's not me no (laughs) creeping on people like what's he doing what's he doing what's he doing look at me look at me heart rate's out of control i'm the best boy in spin class yeah my heart rate's at 190 what's yours (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna make the gattaca program (laughs) i'm fixing to die up here on this bike so anyway (laughs) Show off at spin class. Show off at Pilates. Yeah. Be the best so, girl. Be the best so, boy. So bike or playing video games when you're young and exercise class exactly. when you're old. Exactly. And then it's like when you go, you're like, I'm going to go run a marathon. That's how you show off in your 30s mm. is, is by it's running true. a marathon. So yeah. there you go. Like when you were watching uh, Little Mac and Punch Out do his little routine before the match, you're just looking at your future. Like I'm just yeah. going to be doing that in real life. Yeah. Yeah. That and I'm gonna punch King Kong in the in the belly button. <laughs> is that right? Is that what his name was? I don't Shadow Weaver and Grizzler want to show off to Hordak by capturing (laughs) Princess Glimmer and uh, as he's taking a little stroll in the woods. And I think that's just so funny that Glimmer is on their radar because to us, she's such like a nothing twerpy person. I keep forgetting that she's like a princess with some... um, Legitimate bloodline. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, she would be uh, a good capture for them. And then, you know, Shadow Weaver's always with the, like, Hordak will be pleased. It's like, if you had a dollar for every time you thought Hordak would be pleased, <laughs> you would be so wealthy, Shadow Weaver. And it's so funny, too, because we keep, we keep thinking of the Hordak as, as the big bad guy, but you see more and more that he's just the middle management. 
And uh, we see that uh, a lot this episode <laughs> because we get to see Hordak's boss, whom we also love. Whom we also love. I was very, very happy to see Horde Prime throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got a lot of him because that did make... This episode could have been very, very obnoxious with Bo showing off with the wand, as we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But thank goodness we had Horde Prime there to, you know, gas us up with, with fun. <laughs> yeah. with, with, with fun and with treats. His finger. Mm, with yes, gas and, finger. Yes, lots, lots of uh, you know, gas being the operative word there. <laughs> How goes it on Etheria? It was kind of just ridiculous and silly when Glimmer gets shot by Shadow Weaver with a wand and she's like, she goes cross-eyed and then she's like dancing. You have to watch it again because it's just so ridiculous. Some of those animations were a Yeah, little, you're like, why didn't she just like stay there like still? Like it was just you weird. Know they, you know the animators had to put that in for themselves yeah. you know, to, to be amused. Yeah. Because I was also, during that encounter, so you know, Glimmer gets zapped but then She-Ra and Bo are there to um, uh, fight off Shadow Weaver and Grizzlor and they managed to shoot an arrow to uh, zap this wizard wand out of her hand. And then when they run away, another very funny animation to me was like Grizzlord just kind of running by them in a straight line. Like Glimmer's <laughs> just standing there. <laughs> you know? Like he's just running by, like he's running laps in the background. I was like, oh, that was pretty funny. There were a few things like okay, that. Okay, Grizzlord, take three laps around the field. <laughs> it did look like for that. For trying to, trying to get Glimmer. Um, so what I love about this too is this whole episode and all of its problems could have been avoided had She-Ra just been a little more concerned about this artifact of power following falling into like the dumb hands of Bo because Shadow Weaver has dropped her uh, wizard wand in disgrace and Bo instantly picks it up is playing with it like hey look at this check me out and she was just like yeah you want to be careful with that that you know may you know it's a really powerful thing but she's fine leaving him with it this is that this is the exact problem of uh some modern fantasy video games where like um i think the diablo series is terrible about this where the whole world's just so lousy with magical artifacts you don't have time or the energy to evaluate everyone to see if you have the best stuff it's like i'm just gonna have to take a risk this is garbage because i'll be here for the rest of my life trying to figure out if this is a rare item or just some garbage that doesn't do anything. It's true. And also, like Diablo, you know, they I think in the, the Rebellion especially, they practice the law of finders keepers. <laughs> it's like, ooh, yeah. look what I got. Right. That's mine. I know. I mean, it could be like minus two intelligence or it could summon a throw-up monster, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is just the best part of Diablo. she <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've hey. I don't think I've gotten that. Which which Diablo is that? Diablo three. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. Monsters. <laughs> I was I was Diablo monsters. two. Yeah. And one. That's, 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 I never I didn't make it a three because it was like a ten year in between time. Don't worry, there's still a lot of clicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not worried. Send in Hordak immediately, Master. Meanwhile, we're finding out that Horde Prime is here on his ship. He's got this whole plan. He's got this whole factory. So he's, in addition to being a sentient gas with mechanical hand, he is also, I guess, an evil capitalist somehow. So I don't know. Yeah, he's like a British industrial revolutionist Yeah, so he's got uh, a factory and he needs people to work in it for free. And so he's going to kidnap an entire village, the village of Glenmar, in order to accomplish this task. Uh, of course, horrible one. I like how he says that 
we got to keep it a secret too for plot reasons. Uh, like, has this ever been a concern before? It seems like it's kind of like a given. Like, don't tell He-Man, don't tell She-Ra, because that can mess things up. Right. But I don't want this to get out, so keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah, don't go telling everybody. Yeah, just spray, like everyone is just full of gossips, which you know because as soon as they get in front of Hordak, Grizzlor can't tattle on Shadow Weaver fast enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like she messed up. She lost the wizard wand. She didn't get glamour. It was her fault. Like <laughs> nobody in Horde world can uh, keep their mouth shut. And that rebel foe stole your wizard's wand too. That did it, idiots. <laughs> Now we're uh, get to check back in with Bo and his new artifact of power that he has found. Oh my goodness. And this is the strangest and most interesting part of the whole episode. Yes! Where he's showing off some space babes. Okay, okay. What is with the babes and why are they impressed with his aggressive street magic? I mean, this I, is I can't get, another thing. I can't get that far because... I, Have you I ever seen know. David Blaine? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I don't even it's know. so amazing. Who, where did... He's the, levitating. Oh, who are these people? That's, that's what I can't get past. Okay, I couldn't get past that either. It's a rubber woman. I was delighted. 80s lady and One of rejection them was from Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> oh, how did you do that? Hi, Jewel Star. Watch, I'll show you. They did. They looked great. I have to tell you, when those that that trio, so they have they've got Bo doing his terrible magic with the wand, which like doesn't even count as magic, but whatever. They have him doing his terrible magic with the wand, and then it cuts to the three women watching him. My girl brain short circuited. I was like, they're so beautiful. I was like, what? What are these outfits? Who are they? What does this hair do? Like, I have to know everything about them. And like, they had you a know. lot of star power to be camp followers. One they of them, did. one of them was named Jewel Star. Jewel Star. There was one called Tosta and Starda. That okay. were their names. Okay, those Tosta are pretty good. was the one with the rubbery powers that could go boing. And I'm like, I, she's, everyone's so great. What is happening here? So, I want to hang out with them. So it, it gets to be really uncomfortable because they're they're it's it's like he's a quarterback throwing passes and they're like board cheerleaders on the sidelines and as soon as he uh starts using the wand you can see where the problem's going to be that he's just being obnoxious with it and he says like it's like so hyperbolic it's it's just hilarious how tone deaf he is to how obnoxious he's being he's like look at all that power he's like not even subtle at all and he uh, loads some twiggets up on a boulder and starts levitating them, and they're extremely distressed, and it's hilarious. Up we go! It was hilarious, and the, the twiggets, I enjoyed seeing them this episode. We haven't seen them in a while. This is kind of a funny use for them, you know. Uh, amusing props for her. Yeah, amusing. yeah, yeah. When, they're, but, when, yeah. when they're used for comedy, I can take it, but not when they're, like, legitimate Twiggit problems. I can't handle that. Yeah, like not when they're like ratting out spies for the right. Like, well, that's kind of funny. <laughs> well, it is kind of funny. <laughs> but um, these, like, I just, I can't get enough of these outrageous babes who are like, they're even being polite watching Bo's magic. Because I'm like, is there just really that dearth of eligible men in Etheria? Like, all the good ones are taken prisoner by the horde. Like, you know, like, they're just like, well, Bo's probably our best bet. You know, since Mock is married. 
Um, <laughs> everybody else is baking bread and, and, I don't know, enslaved. You sure Mock's married? I don't know. I didn't see a ring on it. <laughs> I didn't see a ring on that finger. Mm-hmm. That's just head. He might have had it off, though, while he was, act, he was cutting wood. Yeah, he's, ma- he's, married, not... he's married to his work and to his community. <laughs> Got to get one of those rubber rings. Yeah. So you can do work and not hurt your... Hurt your gold ring. That's right, for safety. Ooh, I don't like this. Bo, bring them down. Quickly, Toaster. Help them. Right away, Starter. But Adora is telling Bo to stop showing off, and he notices that his wand is getting weaker, and he's just hilariously blind about what's going on. He's like, it's probably nothing. And then he's like, let's see what it can really do. <laughs> right. And at this point, horde troopers show up and they're going to steal some grain because they always need grain. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a, it's an old-fashioned grain silo heist. Yeah. I understand who's, who's eating all this food and everything else. Is it just Hordak and his crew? Because it's they, not the horde, horde members. Troopers, yeah. Didn't they robots. imply that Horde Prime needed grain to eat? Like, not even to eat, but he needed it for some reason. I don't know. Or, and, or maybe to feed the slaves meat Maybe rations so. once so. they kidnap them? That I don't know. Yeah. Isn't he like over a whole bunch of things? Like couldn't he get people from other worlds? Like is he getting all, is it like is this just one stop a month? Like do you think? Or like he's just like he's just going around like collecting slaves from all different places and putting places? He's got a very busy schedule. Yeah. Or is not he, for you to question my administration. Or is he like Warren Buffett and he only shows up in town once a year for like the big shareholders conference to zap some slaves up and then he goes on about his space business. Yeah. Hangs out with Paul McCartney. I'm gonna McCartney. need some grain too. <laughs> grain. <laughs> and then he's gonna need some grain. This is Horde Prime and I have no idea why we have no information about those awesome space babes. Here's Act 2. This is my chance to really see what this wizard's wand can do. That may not be a good idea. Don't worry, Adora. I can handle it. Okay, so Bo is able to use the wizard wand to dispatch the horde troopers, and now it's clear that he's just out of control with this, and then also that he's just going to use it for laziness. Wait till I tell Adora about this. But then there is a disaster that Shira has to avert for him, and that is uh, the fact that when he slams down one of the tanks, it jams a mechanism, and so it starts kind of like veering into a crowd of people, and Shira has to show up and be like, okay, Bo, that's enough. Thanks, Shira, but you didn't have to. I could have handled it myself. It wasn't you I was worried about. And she says, though, with great power comes with great responsibility, which is funny to hear people use that phrase back then, too. I think we just consider it to be in the parlance because of the old Spider-Man movie. And uh, he's, and he's like, looks at her blankly for two seconds and goes, it'll make me famous. <laughs> I think this wand is going to make me famous. I loved the animations they did for She-Ra during this conversation. Like, she's mad. Mm-hmm. Like, she is ticked. And they, they really did a good job showing that on her face. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, she got some serious eyebrows. You don't want her mad at you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't know. It, it seemed like they outlined her face more or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was weird. But, I mean, it's not weird, but, yeah, it was I mean, good it was, Good facial expression. I was going to say, like, they had clearly, like, tried to make her look yeah. super annoyed. Mad. I'm glad they knew this was a character episode, not a plot episode. Sometimes I get in trouble there. But there, there was a lot of good character acting that was hilarious. I, I just want to go back to the uh, Space Babes a little bit. <laughs> Please! Um, I, I want to live it, with it's them. It's crazy to me that... Is, uh, for, Do you as, think for, I could be their roommate? 
<laughs> you would have to dress like that. Right? You have to, yeah, yeah, you're going to yes. have to figure out uh, well, your thing. I would like to figure that out very much, please. You might need please. to just tell me to do tornadoes or something. Well, I could use I could use my Pilates power somehow. Like I could kick things, you know, really good with my legs. So maybe I could. They're do, trying like, to start a band. You have to play the guitar. Can you do it? Yeah. Uh, can I play the guitar? Let me tell you about how good I can play the guitar. I will show off for everyone right now. All right. Yeah, it'll be rad. And then also it's in space. I'll, I can kick things. Kickstra. Okay, I'm done. I was I was gonna say it's so sad that I, I don't think we ever saw them again, and they did. As far as I know, we didn't make toys of them. I and guess so. Not. I, I just I just don't know what they were doing, and did they did, just test things? Did y'all see them in a lightning round? Because I mm -hmm. haven't. No. Yeah. Not. I don't know what they were floating there, but it's interesting. It's like one of those um, side door pilot tests they would do in a in a show sometimes, and it just didn't take off. Kind of like magic hats or something. It's really too bad. Right away, starter. This is Horde Prime again, and I decided my plan is not a secret because it's my prerogative. In Act Three. But you said it was a secret. Well, now it isn't. When Bo hears it, he will be useful to us. Useful? Oh. So now Horde Prime is mad that uh, Hordak failed him again. So Horde Prime uh, adjusts the plan a little bit, and he says, now our plan's not a secret. Yeah, they'll leak the plan knowing that Bo is going to come show off because they all know about Bo and how he's being obnoxious, which is funny. And then in so doing, the rebels will, like, he'll get captured and the rebels will come after him. Which is a solid plan because we've seen that the rebels will go to the fright zone to retrieve a dumb necklace. Anybody. And anybody. A twiggit. <laughs> or an annoying team. The wizard's wand has made him an overconfident show-off. When he comes to stop the horde, you will capture him. But yeah, so this is a solid plan because they just know he's not going to be able to help himself. It's fu funny to me, again, that these people are on the radar of galactic overlords. That like is the, funny. The fact that Horde Prime knows who Bo is right. as a person. Like, that guy's so overconfident. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> so now, now we're back at camp where Bo is showing off again and the Twiggets are snickering because they know he's showing off for Adora, which is funny to hear it so explicitly called out. I wish he'd stop showing off. He's just trying to impress us. You mean he's trying to impress Adora? <laughs> yeah, that, that was also funny. And then um, she's just basically ready to go ahead and transform to She-Ra because she's like, this is going to happen. I can see the end of this. Bo is going to continue to be obnoxious. He's going to cause problems and then so on and so forth. Did she have any other reason beyond that? I feel that she very uh, preemptively changed into She-Ra. Well, she knew it was going to be trouble when he showed up because Cowell picked up the bait and comes rushing in and tells them that there's going to be an attack in Glenmar. And then she, uh, Dora says, uh, you, you probably don't even need me to be there, Bo, because of your wand. And he's like, that's right. That's wand. I got superpowers of wand. You might as well call me Wanda. You know, he's, he's, just, he's just ready to take care of it. So she knows she's going to have to show up and help him. Which I think is very funny, too. Uh, like, I'm very taken with the idea of being prepared for someone to be naughty. Like, mm -hmm. not even bad. Just like, it's kind of like he just got paid and it's like your husband's going to go out and get <laughs> drunk. And it's like, you know you're just waiting on that phone call or be like, ma'am, 
he stole a traffic cone. Would you come get your husband? Like, she just, she's ready for him to go just be a little bit bad. And she's like, okay, let's see this all play out. I got just, wild. I, I just want to say, did you see, do you remember the part where he's in, before he gets talked to, and he's using the wand, and he picks up a harp and then puts it on his nose? And then no. tries to balance the harp on his nose? Did you see that, Adora? My timing's getting a lot better. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. But I want to talk to you about the wizard's wand. Hmm. Yeah, no, I was. Oh, I, I tuned that, that out. Bit. I'm like, what is happening? This is this the circus? Is, is that a trick? Yeah, yeah, is it a trick? Is, is a it a trick? Is it is it you practicing a routine that you're going to use the wand? Who's with? the audience for this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did totally tune that out. Well, That's you, how dumb that was. You notice that the uh, the uh, galactic mm-hmm. space babe triplets are gone at this point. Like they. They w- the show was not good enough for them. Oh, they yeah, left. Yeah. He's like, he's like, watch, watch me balance this stuff on my nose, and they're like, oh, that's all right. So we could have had space warrior babes in the rebellion, but you were so obnoxious, they yeah, went and left. Your street magic wasn't good enough. Shira goes and gets a helpful consultation from Castaspella. She's like, what's the deal with this wand? And Castaspella says, the magic in the wand will run out. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> How can you tell when it's weakening? It glows less brightly. And it starts making noises, and then it just stops. Hmm. Thanks for clearing that up, Castaspella. But at least we do know where this is heading. And Bo was so overconfident that he leaves for this confrontation and leaves his bow behind, which again, Shira has to take with her like an annoyed spouse. It's like, I ain't gonna need my shoes, baby. I'm just gonna. <laughs> or my uh, shirt. <laughs> I'll be out on the boat all day. I ain't going to need them things. It's like, you're going to get sunburned. It's like, you, it's going to happen. Ow. So it's, again, she's got she's to kind of clean up after him. And he's embraced this wand as his personality completely thoroughly. I mean, it his just... name is Bo. <laughs> Your name is Bo. That's... You are destined to be an archer. I don't need it. I've got this. That's, Stop that's it. True. That's why I was saying he's going to have to change his name. Like, the wand's my thing now. <laughs> like, like, it, like if he took arrows and used the wand on them to throw them at people, maybe that might be all right. Because then he would be the bow. <laughs> that's, that's deep. <laughs> that's very high concept. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if Bo is thinking that far ahead. I'm no, guessing not. he's not. Uh, if they gave him a bow, he'd, like, use it to shoot the wand at people. Like, <laughs> it's all the wand. It's all about the wand. All, his his uh he he's he's just not gonna do anything. He won't walk. He'll just levitate everywhere. Bring food to him. I wonder change if he could TV. do that, like levitate himself and then move himself. Probably that would be nice. That would be his. Oh, next he could trick. just get on a rock and then move the rock. Or people are talking, be like, I can't hear you from over there, and just bring him closer. <laughs> that would be so obnoxious. That would be the worst way to use that wand. Hey, hey come kids, here. come here. <laughs> I told you to come here. Okay, you're coming. <laughs> Dad. And you just hear in the distance, you'd always hear, wah, 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 wah. you're like, oh my God. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> you're, like, you're like inside your house and you're like, you hear like, wah, 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 wah. don't answer the door. <laughs> don't answer the door. Hmm, still no sign of the horde. Maybe they heard I was going to be. So we know this is the showdown where it's going to happen because there are only like five minutes left in the episode. So the rebels are clashing with the horde at Glenmar, and Bo has this gigantic boulder he has lifted. I mean, he's just willy-nilly with this wand. If there was any juice left in it, 
it's it's gone. You know what this is like? This is what it reminded me of, and I think this probably really resonated with kids in the 80s. It's like he had a remote control race car and the batteries are slowly dying. And when you're a kid, you kind of learn about uh, things that are finite and things that are dying and mortality because batteries are always running out of everything. I just want to say, and nowadays with lithium ion batteries, you don't have that same effect because you're just like full power, full power. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it does. It doesn't do the. I remember I had toys that I would just never use the way they were supposed to because it just wasn't worth. It stressed me out too much. Like if you had a race car, it was going to die. Yeah. Remember the little hovercraft you could get and you could put it put it in the water and that thing would just die and if it happened to be in the middle of the pond or something then you were never no i wasn't it. rich well <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to uh, do technically it. i didn't have i that always either. wanted i so so i would go to some lake sometimes mm -hmm. and i would see some people with these remote control boats mm -hmm. and i always wanted a remote control boat. me too i didn't have one either i just or saw a it. remote control submarine but the i'm like what would you do with a remote control submarine? Just go under the water, and then you wouldn't see it anymore. It's under there right now. It's under there. Look, see, see those? See that bubbles right there? It's going on That's around. me. You would have to stand there. Bubbles. You would definitely be standing with your arms crossed real proudly. It's as we speak. It's as there. we speak, it's going. It's going. It's touching a fish. <laughs> it's um, under us. Can you do that? Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's impressive. I used to have an awesome, an awesome uh, remote control car, and I remember this. And I, I I bought like extra wheels for it and everything. It went in the dirt. It was like it was good in the dirt and every because you good know like some dirt. some remote like control quality. some remote <laughs> control cars you put it in the dirt be like <laughs> this thing was like <laughs> it was I was awesome. I would make a slogan for a toy line like good in the dirt. Good in the dirt <laughs> is definitely on the box. Yeah yeah yeah. We had to buy the special tires. Uh huh. And the batteries were good on this. Uh, they were okay. You got about 10 minutes, maybe. Oh, uh, my see? God. That's see? terrible. Yeah. And then he had to charge it for like 24 hours or something ridiculous. The worst was any talking toy. Like, hey, I love you. Well, it's like, ah. It's, it's weird nowadays because I don't know if it's like, I, I don't know if they do something different or whatever, but like there's certain toys that my kids have that when the batteries die, it'll just freak out. It won't even like, <laughs> no. it won't slow down. It'll just be like... It'll say something, but then it'll say like five other things, and you're like, "What is happening with this thing?" <laughs> and then you put new batteries in, and it's fine. It's, and you're like, "Why? Aware. Why? Why make it?" It freak knows out? it's dying. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's self-aware. There you go. Oh, no. All I can no. say is, put up the shields. <laughs> so Bo uh, has not been paying attention to his wand batteries. No. At all. No. And he just puts the pedal down on the wand while he's got a boulder, a gigantic man-crushing boulder in the air, and it falls... On a house. On some poor Glenmar man's house. He just ruins this man's life, basically. Okay, the boulder destroys the house. Thank goodness no one was hurt. But then they have this very brief shot of, like, the man kneeling yeah. on the ground sobbing. Yeah. And there was a lot of comedy in that it was it very was funny. i was going to talk about it it was so overwrought or like like tonally different than the rest of it the man it was like it was like if you hired an extra and they were acting too hard in the scene because i think at one point yeah he cries at he cries out like beseechingly at the heavens and he goes my house oh no that man's house what have i done my house ah oh, my poor house it's ruined 
and it's I'm reminded of um you I, you, you uh, sorry you no, would think you would think living in a horde world you would understand that your house could be destroyed pretty much that's yeah, don't make anything nice it's true yeah that's I mean it's it's, it's a danger um you know if, if you've ever like seen videos about like the science of editing about how you could edit like a movie trailer you know and like seconds of difference can make a huge difference in how moments land yeah in an in a movie trailer and I just thought there was something about the length of time that they just lingered on that man (laughs) sobbing on his knees that made it freaking hilarious like I was dying I was like what (laughs) that poor man but it was funny because because Bo's stupid thoughtless actions had this (laughs) catastrophic life destroying consequence in this kids cartoon so it was pretty hysterical it was funny it was good surprise um, and then, so how are they eventually thwarted? Uh, She-Ra just does it, right? She just fixes stuff. Yeah, the team Gl- just does Glimmer it. shows up. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, and the team yeah. does a good and, job. And yeah. takes care of Shadow Weaver. She, yeah, she, she like binds her with some like light straps and stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, She-Ra tosses some tanks around and Horde Prime shows up in the view screen in the tank, which I thought was kind of fun, like a little ghost in the machine thing, and tells Horde, uh, Hordak that he's going to whoop him when he gets back to, uh, <laughs> to the base. Hordak! Your stupid plan has failed. And that whole thing when they throw in tanks and they roll over the wand and destroy it. Oh, yes. Yes, Luckily, that's important. Yeah. We don't have to worry about the stupid wand ever. And I think that's the only reason Bo's going to learn a lesson. So that wand was still around. I, I think he'd still be trying to use it. I think so, too. But how do I power this thing up? Or like he would just be telling stories about the wand, <laughs> which would be even Remember worse. Remember that time I lifted... <laughs> I lifted that stuff. And I'd be like, oh, this story. <laughs> He's got to put like a string on the end of it, like it's still working and trying oh. to lift it like a fishing pole. And yeah, and he would like pull it down. and then it's, the It like, still oh, works. It still it's works. It's good. <laughs> it's magic. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time? So somehow he learned a lesson. I don't really know how. Oh, well, he the, was. Oh, he was. He's, he's going to rebuild that guy's house now. Yeah, but, but and then and then everyone else comes in. And is like, we'll help you. And it's like, no, don't help him. <laughs> yeah, don't he, help him. Oh, you need to do this. This is an important learning space. But the, the funny part to me was instead he wasn't ready to learn that lesson. His first instinct when they got it, they were like, Bo, see that man's life you ruined and the house you destroyed and how you destroyed that man's life. His first reaction again looks at them blankly for two seconds and goes, Why did no one stop me? <laughs> like, <laughs> he he is. So so stubborn. Like, Bo, your fault. Get it your together. fault. Get it together, Bo. I guess I really got us into a lot of trouble this time. Why didn't somebody stop me? Come on. So, yeah, yeah like Scott your, was... Your, your third sleeve of, of Oreos is not somebody else's fault. That's right. true. <laughs> Why didn't you stop me? <laughs> That's on you, Bo. And then also, yeah, so then everyone dopely, like, says, oh, we'll have you be the house. Which, again, yeah. I, I think he should have done it on his own as well. With his arms and legs and whatever else, you know, wheelbarrow, whatever you use to fix the house. And they're like, we'll have this house repaired in no time. And I'm like, I really think you should toss in a little bit more to make up for the fact that you just totally destroyed this guy's house. You're just going to patch it And whatever was in it. Whatever was in it. It's like, throw yeah. in some gift cards. Like, here, sir, enjoy a night at Texas Roadhouse on they, us. We're they, really they, sorry. They, they did it all out. They, they put in nice granite countertops. I hope they some, did. Some travertine in the bathroom. Yeah, just, just some, some small upgrades they've been watching they've been watching diy now you know that house is not going to be up to code that's all i'm saying it's gonna be like <laughs> castle grace <laughs> twiggets are helping 
They're like, ah, this mud's going to work. And you're like, I don't don't think so. We'll patch the roof hole with hair. (laughs) No. We got this hay. No. The bathroom's made of bamboo. (laughs) No. Just don't use that bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if after they built the thing perfectly, the guy comes in and he's just like a total jerk about it. And he's like, I don't like the color of this room. And she's like, you can paint it any color you want. You can paint it. I don't think so. Better start over. (laughs) This doesn't look like my walls. It had a pattern on it. I wish it had privacy. I'm too close to the neighbors. It's in the same spot it was before. (laughs) And that is why you don't destroy people's houses. I wish I had a lake. (laughs) (laughs) You built a lake for them other people, Shira. I don't know why you wouldn't build it for me. She's always building lakes. Just take you a minute. Just take a boulder. I mean, I guess you didn't. Just drop it there and then take the boulder out and then I have a lake. You didn't tear down their house. (laughs) (laughs) She could have easily thrown that in. Hi, everybody. Did you see me in today's show? If you didn't, here's another chance. So Lookie appears right after they help build that house and says that you should help others. And he says this time, he started doing this a little bit lately. He called them kids. He dressed them as kids, which I think is funny and condescending because as far as I knew, I thought he was a kid. And if he's not a kid, then who is this adult talking to these, <laughs> right? to these kids? That's weird. Yeah, when Man in Arms gives you a lecture, you're like, well, this dude clearly knows what he's talking about. He's lived, you know, seven lifetimes of, of, <laughs> of dad lessons. But who is looking? See, when I, think, when I think something's, like, innocent and cute, and all of a sudden I realize that they're, like, 200 years old, you go from, like, cute, funny clown to, oh, that's Pennywise. <laughs> you know, there's, there's something hidden about him. You get you Chucky dolled yourself, Lookie. Yeah. So... Uh, good lesson, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sometimes I wish in Shiro somebody else would give the lesson. I know. I liked I liked in He Man when other people gave yeah, lessons. Yeah, the variety was Even nice. just every once in a while, like I understand Lookie's a thing. Lookie did not need to be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't need to be in every episode. Maybe Lookie oh. needs to lecture whoever did bad that episode. Maybe maybe, maybe that's it. If Lookie wasn't in every episode, it might be a little bit more <laughs> of a surprise. That's true. Like, I understand, like, you're like, oh, I'm going to look for him every episode. But it's like, what if he showed up every, like, third episode? Or, like, oh, interesting. Or just yeah, he randomly. Wore out welcome. Yeah. yeah. And true. then just have, like, she, I, I, I guess she and other people have done the moral before, but. Okay, crazy idea. What if it wasn't Lookie hiding every time? It was just a random person from <laughs> She-Ra that happened to be hiding in the episode <laughs> yeah, and spying on everybody. And, but you wouldn't know how to look. And then uh, Grizzlor's like, did you see me? It's like, yes, Grizzlor, we saw you. We definitely saw you. (laughs) You were just standing there in the middle of the scene. I had my hands over my eyes. You couldn't see me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd just think I was a furball. Catcher turns into a cat. Missed opportunity there. The purple one. (laughs) Genuinely. She's like, I was standing next to other cats. (laughs) Um, Imp would have been great in that for oh, that. Oh, that's but funny. I'm sure they didn't want to make like him too cute because you know he's. Technically then he'd be evil. a bad role model. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Well, he wears some sporty suspenders. It's true. All mm-hmm. right, I'm in a good mood thinking about Imp. What should <laughs> the ratings be? You know. Not as good as you think. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, what, what did you say, Scott? What do you say? Horde Prime and everything else pulled it up, I think, uh, to be a little bit better than it was. But, uh, you know, the girls in there. Outrageous space babes. Man, I now I'm thinking about it. It's just funny just thinking about it. And it's, 
seems better than the ap- episode it actually was. Yeah, that's yeah. We had that's... a good time talking about it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's affected my scores as well. Yeah, mm, uh, three point six. Oh, it came up there at the end. <laughs> All right, three point six. Yeah, space babes. Sure. Yeah. Sure, whatever. All right, Rebecca, you're a space babe. What do you say? Wand well, Wan- arrows. Space well, babes. um, I was going to go higher because I was in a good mood from us talking about this, but I originally wrote down four. Uh-huh. It got very high for me. Like, the the central concept of this episode was terrible. Like, Bo being a show-off, that was awful. However, there were so many fun other details that it made me enjoy it a lot more than mm-hmm. I otherwise would have. And the space babes, they get a lot of points. And then Horde Prime gets points. So, I said four. William? <laughs> and yourself? Yeah, I felt like Bo hadn't got enough uh, attention lately, so I was glad they brought him back in. And I feel like they understood his character well, and we had some we had some good laughs for that. We we know the space babes are great. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with that four four space babes for sure. All this right. is a pretty this is a pretty good one. And that's our show for today. Next week we'll review episode 108 of He Man: Tila's Triumph, in which. Tila teaches Adam his times tables. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have any questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes, or tell your house robot to play the Wizards Nightshirt podcast. Alexa? We want to thank you for listening, and please remember... If you're a space babe, stop demanding so much money so you can show up in more episodes. Real startup. Everybody remember when I had that wand? And it oh, was so not again! When it was so great, not oh, just things and closing people's spirits. Oh. Remember that time when you smashed that guy's house? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I fixed the world. Yeah, everybody loved me. Yeah. They called me. They called me Wando. Here comes Wando, they say, and they love me. Ah, <laughs> uh, illegally changed your name to Wando. <laughs> and they made statues in it. They had a wand, and the statue lifted up because of my wand. That's true. Remember when I changed that guy's tires? With my wand. <laughs> Look at this power.